I'm sure some people it's going to take them a few more episodes. But for me, this was a great episode for Nate. Yep. Hey, sports nerds. Welcome to a Nerdy Bunch review of Ted Lasso Season 3, Episode 5. My name's English Dave, and join, joining me is my shite in Nining Armor, my co-host, Tim Sportsman. What's up, Tim? You said it right, Brody. What's up? <laughs> What's up, Dave? My shite in Nining Armor. My shite in Nining Armor. Yes. Um, you just say that? Yes, I believe I did. Sorry, I'm <laughs> This episode of Ted Lasso is titled Signs, and there's many signs. You know, there's ripped up signs, psychic signs. People are seeing signs everywhere. What does it mean? We're here to find out. Tim, we pick up this episode a month later. They have gone, and wow. a month later, and on top of that, they've gone seven weeks without, without victory. How would you wow. feel as a coach? <laughs> it's rough. I'm glad Ted at least cares a little. I don't know if Rebecca fully cares about Richmond right now. I feel like everybody wants her to care more about Richmond. Mm -hmm. Even the doctor's like, go Richmond. She's like, stop. I just <laughs> want to know if I could have kids. <laughs> but you're right. There was romantic signs. There were psychic signs. It was all about the signs, all about the vibes this episode. Mm -hmm. and, try, and trying to fix things, right? Why are things going wrong? I, I like the opening you know, with, with the commentators saying, the issue isn't the players, the issue is in the dugouts, the coaching staff, yeah. which is interesting because we get a tiny moment, a tiny moment, but I don't think it's going away, where Higgins says to Rebecca, we might have to think about firing Ted. Ooh. Uh, <laughs> like, mean... do you want to fire Ted? He's like, no, I don't want to. <laughs> but what else? We know in sports, it all comes down to the coach, especially mm -hmm. football. They sack the coach instantly if something's going wrong. Some teams have gone through like You're three out. coaches in like a month. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Oh my god. So it's honestly, from a sports angle, I was really disappointed not to see Tottenham and Liverpool in the top ten. Right? Seeing Richmond drop to nine sucked. But then I was like, wait, come on, <laughs> Newcastle, Newcastle's ten. Tottenham can't even get top ten. This sucks. Hey, Arsenal was number three, so I'm happy. Yeah, no, it was pretty legit. Man City was up there, of course. Yes. West Ham and you. But I was like, come on, Everton? We're better than that. <laughs> um, let's talk about the characters in this episode. Um, you mentioned Man City. They're preparing for a game against Man City. You know, the big game against Man City. And, and you know, what I like about this, and we've talked about it a lot in Ted Lasso, you know, they set up these like big games, but they don't win. You know, you're thinking, okay, this is the one. They're going to figure it out, <laughs> and they don't no. win. Uh, uh, um, but let's go back a bit. Uh, we spoke about Rebecca. Let's start with Rebecca here. Um, mm -hmm. She's kind of coming off the after effects of the the the, the psychic's uh, uh, message to her. And at first, she was like, eh, whatever. I don't believe in this stuff that my mom believes in. But then after last week's episode with the with the green uh, uh, match matchbox, uh, match that's when she was like, ooh. She tries to get rid of it. This episode doesn't yep. work, <laughs> and that's when, and that's when she meets her ex. When uh, his uh, wife to be, she's the one that says the shite in ninety armor. I'm still not sure what that no. means. In terms of why know. she's, I think it was just something odd that yes, you can't yes. ignore. You know, nobody would purposely say it in that way. So it's like I cannot deny if that's what you're going to project. Like if you told me that's exactly what my date will say. Like, come on. 
Like yeah, that's right. the odds are so slim, exactly. But then it's like, why is it is the significance who says it? Or is it just to say it? You know what I'm saying? Like, are we gonna see those characters again? Or is it just the words? Yeah. You know, I'm interested. Did you notice like Rebecca ever had sex with him? Yeah, right, right. Did like you notice that? he had yeah. he did you notice he had a scarf with Manu and Man City on it? <laughs> of course. <laughs> like, come on. Get out of here. There was Hello. a guy. I don't know when. There was a guy, maybe season one, there was something like that. Where he had Man City and Manu. Yeah. And it was definitely something. I mean, maybe, maybe it was the same guy. Because I, I can't remember if we've seen him. Oh, before. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I it think could it was, have definitely been yeah. the same guy. That makes sense. Yeah, Who it else would do that, right? Right, right. <laughs> yeah, it must have been that day. But you're right. And then they also mentioned uh, uh, um, her going to Dr. Wagner, you know, to find out if she can have mm-hmm. children. At first, you know, he seems to give promise, right? By saying, oh, no, many women your age or even older than you have helped them, you know? so Because at first she thinks, no, it definitely can't happen. And even though we don't get him saying, you can't, you won't be able to bear children, we assume that from her reaction, right? We don't hear the words, but her reaction almost tells us that that's what's going on. Um, but I think what's interesting is that it it almost, she starts to look at it, she, she wants to call someone, she feels alone in this moment. Right, he looks at you. Look at someone like uh, her ex, Rupert. He's got his team, winning team. He's got his 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 girl or wife. I don't don't think they're married. He's got his baby. He's got everything. Her team is losing. Right, her team is losing. She has yeah. no significant other in her life. And now when she's trying to call Keely, Keely's not even there to pick up. So there's yep. that kind of loneliness for Rebecca. I'm interested to see where Rebecca's storyline is going. Where do you think it's going, Tim? I don't know. I, I really don't he, know. Keely's uh, deep in uh, Jack's throat right now. Right. Have all the time. <laughs> Can I tell that you? Awesome. Uh, well, just Jack's personality is just great. It's perfect for Keely. I on, love it. I, I, I love supportive. Jack. What, yeah. what I find interesting, actually, let's just pivot there. What I find interesting in that is that at first I wasn't quite sure. I could see the signs. You know, the episode's called Signs. I could see the signs at first of like Jack feeling Keely. I was like, oh, Jack kind of likes Keely. I thought Jack was going to make the first move. I saw something coming. I just didn't expect Keely to make the first move. I was like, oh, okay, this is interesting. And and what I like about this is that let's go back the setup of all of that because Keely was supposed to go, uh, they were supposed to go to the game. And uh, <laughs> Jack. Uh, 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 with the help of Barbara, you know, kind of advised Keely to fire Shandy. What do you think right. of that firing and, and, and Shandy's whole meltdown after being fired? Well, as we said last episode, that was the only thing I could absolutely predict. We knew <laughs> Keely was going to fire Shandy. Shandy comes in with the fucker uh, dating apps. Oh, I love that. <laughs> And she's drunk at 4 a.m. Calls Call this it. girl, Emma, who's the glasses designer, <laughs> with this new idea about condoms for your balls. It's like, like what is that? Brand candy. Yeah. I'm like, this is not the type of company. We're looking right. for this like boutique marketing firm. Like, Keely's high class at this point. She doesn't need a girl like Shandy. So that was definitely predictable. But the, like you said, Jack helping Keely fire Shandy, giving her advice. Because Keely's not that type of woman that wants to do that. Uh, she didn't want to. She she didn't want to fire Shandy, but she had to. She knew it, you know. And Shandy thinks she's doing a fantastic job. When your boss asks you, "Hey, can we talk for a second? You're like, 
how about like 30 minutes from now while you're right there? Like, how the text the Come on, come on. But then she like fires out and she's like, I'll double your, I'll double your salary. I just want any of you. And Dan's like, I'll come. And he's like, no, not you, Dan. I don't want you. But at the end, she's like, come on, Dan, let's go. Yeah. yeah. And Dan's like, like, oh, no. And then he goes to, uh, what's, uh, what's the girl's name? The uptight one that you just mentioned. It's oh, Jack and Barbara. Yeah. yeah. So Shandy goes to Barbara and is like, how about you, Barbara? I need you. It's like, that's the absolute last thing I would ever <laughs> want to do is go with you. The so Barbara wanted to watch. And then, the, she wants and to then watch. Shandy gets fired, drops yeah. like the goat that's shitting all over the place. And that's how the romantic tension yeah. happens between Keely and Jack. It's perfect. Well, well, I think that's the other sign, right? She left the, She left that, 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 that whole goat situation. And that whole situation, like you said, leads up to them having to stay and all that kind of stuff. And and, yep. and uh, 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 that relationship hap- um, kind of presenting itself. And, I, and I, I'm interested to see where this goes because the show has a habit of employers dating their employees because technically Jack is Keely's employer. <laughs> and you know outside of like i have no problem with the relationship outside of that i'm interested to see where that goes you know and and kind of curious at that and what i also like about this and i wonder if it's kind of like setting us up for it we spoke about colin last week you know we we found out that colin is hiding the fact that he's gay and he's hiding the fact sure. that he has a, a a partner but now we're seeing this i don't know if this is going to build into a relationship but we're seeing this and i wonder how if this is going to influence that Right. So we got a, a little Easter egg about Trent Prim, though. Ah, yes. Yes, mug, we did. Little rainbow mug. Yes. You know? And Trent's so maybe. got that kind of personality. Not saying gay guys all have to act the same. But, but mm. you know, there's no way, as I mentioned a couple episodes ago, there's no way Trent's going to out Colin. No. I, I, don't no. Think, I don't think Trent's that guy, especially because this Not. episode, when the coaching yeah. staff's trying to figure out, like, how to do it, he kind of offers help. At first, he's not so sure because he's like, uh, maybe I shouldn't get involved. And I love when they're like, oh, he's just like one of those nature people watching these poor animals getting killed. <laughs> right. Dude, they're so funny, man. I love that. I love that. Let's go to the team itself. You know, um, seven weeks, no wins <laughs> at the start of this episode. <laughs> Zaba's hitting all the goals. Nobody and else can do enough. anything. Team chemistry sucks. But Jamie, Jamie's trying. Jamie's coming. He's trying. And now, not to spoiler alert, but Zaba's gone. Zaba's retired. Zaba's you know- on his avocado farm, having a good old time. <laughs> Talking to not his followers, his believers. You know, and he doesn't. He doesn't watch movies. He only watches his wife. She's the only entertainer. You're welcome. <laughs> what Christina I find interesting about that's right. I don't look at other people. They're all blurry. Other women are blurry. <laughs> only sees his wife with clarity. <laughs> what I find interesting is that when we when we, Zava was introduced in this show, we had all our perceptions of where the Zava narrative would go. And I don't know. We could probably see Zava again. I don't think Zava's um, narrative is closed out just yet. I think there's a way we're going to see Zava in some form. But what I like is that Zava was never really, really showcased as a bad guy. You know, no. he, he 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 has a bit of like ego to him, and he kind of it's all about him. When I was like, together, you can do anything. 
<laughs> he separates himself for the team. And even like after Jamie gives that big speech, he kind of literally takes Jamie's speech and kind of makes it for himself. So he's, mm-hmm. he's, he is he has got those tendencies, but he was never an asshole that disrupted the team in the sense that we thought he would. You know, and I found, and I, I think this show does an interesting job of kind of pulling the rug from under us. So like we even thought that he would leave for another team, and like Ted said, at least he retired. He didn't leave us. <laughs> you know, <laughs> at least he retired. So, what do you think of the Zava storyline and its maybe conclusion so far? It's like Keely going to Jack. It's like Roy can't be upset. I mean, it's probably going to be, but you know, <laughs> if if your girlfriend ends up being gay, it's like ah, oh, I guess she just doesn't like guys anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Moves for your soulmate, you know, type right, of thing. Right, that right, would, right. Yeah, Zaba's gone. I don't know if they'll come back. I have no idea where they'll go with that. I get the sense, I know not to jump the gun, but we've been thinking Nate's going to be all of a sudden a good guy. And there was many, many, many signs throughout this episode showing Nate's lighter side, his genuine heart, the reason why he loves that restaurant. Um, but the team specifically, like, it ended with Jamie waking up at 4 a.m. the next episode, going to go right back at it with Roy. They're definitely going to be able to win a couple of matches. There's no way. But That's at it. least they're in the middle of the pack where they're probably mm-hmm. not going to get relegated. But you never know. I just, I think at the end of the episode, Ted has this beautiful speech about belief. And that the that. sign is just a thing. You need to believe in yourself. You need to believe we will get better. You need to believe that you deserve to be loved no matter what happens. You deserve that belief comes from within. So let's gather together. We don't need Zaba. Zaba doesn't make us a team. It's like there's this toy that we're forcing the ball to because he's so talented and everybody thinks we're absolute trash without Zaba, absolute trash with Zaba. So we're, you know, we might as well go get relegated. But this team's too good for that because Ted and his heart and the way he could rally the troops. It's funny you say that because I think one thing that they can learn from Zava, ironically, is that self-belief. Because there's no one that believes in themselves more than Zava. Like, (laughs) (laughs) you know, criticize him anything, but he's never going to let anyone get in his way of believing in himself. You know, and I think in, in that way, it's almost like they should be inspired by Zava. I loved earlier when we were like, what, what? We should have handcuffed him to lock locker and make him love us. And they were like, yeah, we could have tried. <laughs> <laughs> and I love well, that. Danny Rojas' admiration for him. He just he loves could do Zava. no wrong. He was so upset. <laughs> oh, no. oh, my goodness. Now, I, I think you're right. I think that I liked about that whole speech. Is true because the way they react, like, you, you know, you're a sports fan, sports fans and athletes themselves, it's easy to fall into the trap of superstition, right? Every, every, most teams have their, have their traditions or superstitions. You have some players who put something in their sock, you know, doesn't like Messi have like a, a thing in his, on his sock or something like that, or, you know, different, different teams have their thing. And so when I even felt it, you know, when the sign, we've seen previous episodes before when Nate ripped the sign, like, <gasps> As the audience, you're like, oh my God. <laughs> what the hell? Like, so it's not. <laughs> and then yeah, it's a sign. And I love that kind of like shutting that down. And especially because that belief sign has become such a staple of the show. 
Sure. But it, it's so on brand for Ted and the show to be like, it's just a sign. If you believe in yourself inside, nobody can tear that apart. You know, no one. And I, and I kind of thought that was a great kind of morale boost uh, uh, for the team. I love before the game when they're going out and then Roy's giving them like the, their little kind of push. It was like, peel them, yeah. slice them, cut them, mash them. Uh, I'm not playing. Okay, cheer to your voice bleeds. <laughs> <laughs> it goes to Colin, exactly. But then Colin does play. Right, he Colin does, does play. play because Zaba, <laughs> it doesn't show up and they're so pissed. Right. Roy's like, he better be dead. <laughs> Roy has comments when, like Henry. Oh, uh, I was going to go to that. They don't know if Henry's a bully. But he was he involved in a bully about like pummeling, pummeling. Like he goes dip oh dip the God. rope in red paint, so when the person wakes yeah. up, they think it's their blood. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and when they wake up, you beat him again. It's right, like, right, right. That, it is good for the Ted to know that he's his 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 peeps have his back. Because even Beard was like, "That's it. We can figure out a flight. We can go out there. We can find this bully like instantly. They're <laughs> already. Yeah. We'll land but by then, twelve p.m. and at twelve thirty, right. <laughs> But then it's interesting to find out. And I love this flip again. Such such a classic Ted Lasso move to find out that uh, Henry was the bully. Oh, yeah. interesting. You know, and and it almost kind of worries Ted to a point where he almost gets another panic attack. Everything starts, you know, he's worried about his son. Oh my God, what have I done? I'm not there as a father. Maybe because I'm not there, he's going to fall into this trap of becoming this kind of kid. And I'm not sure it, where they're going with this storyline. Like, is Henry a good kid or is he starting trouble? Because, you know, when he tells his dad, oh, I apologize in rap because, you know, hip hop songs are a great way to get a message across. <laughs> like the message. Thank you, Knox. <laughs> the message. I love it. I love it. But I'm wondering if Henry was telling his dad what he's, he, his dad wants to hear, or was Henry telling the truth in terms of, like, I'm sorry and apologize? Because it was very quick. Yes, dad, I should yeah. listen to you. I, I didn't listen to your count to 10, all that kind of thing. You know, as kids grow, you know, they change. You know, And Ted's missing an a important part of Henry's life. So I'm curious if that's going to come back. What do you think? Well, yeah, I think you're right. Maybe Henry's lying a little bit, you know, and it's tough. You don't want to listen to your parents. Um, but Nate wants to get his mom's advice, or at least I love when Nate calls <laughs> Nate calls his mom. That was brilliant. Anastasia, he gets Anastasia's number, and then all of a sudden he like gives her a call. like, hey, you know, would you like to go out for another I was like, drink? Ooh, okay. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, you should have Like, mom, what do you think? <laughs> that was good. But yeah, going to Henry, uh, I mean, it was obviously a surprise. Little Ted Lasso one one switch. Uh, didn't expect him to be the bully, but mm -hmm. we sensed Ted, Ted's anxiety throughout the whole episode. I loved the scene when Ted was staring at John Wooden's triangle, something that came up mm -hmm. in a few, probably the first season. Mm -hmm. uh, and he's just, you know, so John Wooden's triangle basically is about how to be a good teammate. And mm -hmm. he's trying to figure out, like, all right, now that Jamie's hard, is going to become a good leader and Roy is a good coach. Um, maybe Nate comes back and helps Richmond, but, but he needs to take care of this team. Uh, I don't know how he's going to be able to help Henry without being there. Or how do you deal with that? How do you like, you know, so much of parenting I'm sure is about like physically being there. You know, when you could only rely on this, like if this was my pure communication with my son over Zoom, like over FaceTime, 
how do you how do you get to him and how do you not be anxious mm-hmm. like i don't have answers but you feel it you truly mm-hmm. feel it and especially an apple show <laughs> talking about facetime talking about yes we have this technology that connects us but there's still this gap there's mm-hmm. so much you can avoid you can't see what's over here in this corner you i'm i can completely lie to you there's a staircase i'm mm-hmm. 100 mm-hmm. telling you but do you know that (laughs) you've never seen that you only see this perspective right here in this box you know so it's so much easier for henry to lie to him and kids lie to their parents even when they're right there and they can read their journals so like Mm -hmm. of course henry's gonna lie to him and just telling and again because instantly as soon as Ted starts the conversation. Henry's like, I should have listened to you, Dad. I didn't do the thing you taught me about the counting ten. Like instantly like saying the things that'll make your parents because we all know how to kind of manipulate our parents, you know, as you get older, you know. What do they yeah. want to hear? Let's just say the things they want to hear. And 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 I and I and I you mentioned about, you know, not being there. I found I, I like the moment where he's speaking to his ex-wife and she's like, Oh yeah, uh, uh, Jake took Henry to the park. And there's a subtle moment, if you notice. I don't know if you noticed. Um, I didn't notice this. My wife noticed this. When his wife picks up the phone, Ted is about to pour himself a glass of water. But as soon as she says, Jake took Henry to the park, he puts the water down and grabs a bottle of whiskey and pours that instead. Because it's just a subtle moment, but it's such a character uh, thing to be like, he's like, fuck, I want to be there to help Henry. But this other guy, Jake, who was our marriage counselor, uh, you know, we didn't go further in that narrative, but it's the seeds are there of like, uh, oh yeah, that's still happening. You know, it's yeah. just, just another thing for Ted to have to deal with. I just thought, oof, sorry, Ted. Yeah, Huey's going straight to the vodka, you know? <laughs> I hear you there. Jack, hear Jack, Jack, it's our Jack way. Oh yeah, Jack. Jack's cool. Jack's like, yeah, Swigs. charter school. Like we woke up and and drank warm vodka for breakfast. Come on. She's like, I'm not easily surprised, but damn, that's surprising. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's a good sign, dude. There's so much. I mean, the writing as always is so brilliant. Higgins with his amazing one-liners. Uh, <laughs> everybody had their own situation. What was Higgins' line again? You, you mentioned it off podcast. I forget what was it. Yeah, it was, uh, so Higgins gets a text and it says, uh, even with Zava, Richmond eats arse, uh, more arse than your mom. And <laughs> and uh, Roy's like, you got to stay off Twitter. Or Beard, I think Beard says, you got to stay off Twitter. And he's like, yeah. no. That text was from my father. It's like, oh, shit. <laughs> and, he, and if you break that down, it's like your father's saying, it's more ass than your mom. Yeah, his mom. <laughs> Possibly Meaning, his wife. I got my father's wife. <laughs> <laughs> like, There's so many layers. I don't need to know that. I think it has oh. another great line where you know, we're talking about the psychic in the room, in the office with Rebecca. When yeah. he's like, yeah, yeah, I believe in psychics. You know, a psychic told me all five kids. Mm. And, you know, something about, like, pissing. Uh, I have this line somewhere. Yeah. Like, pissing on the toilet seat, trying to keep the uh, <laughs> toilet seat clean. It's practically impossible. It's somewhere here. Oh, boys. <laughs> I, I, I like that line because... It's almost like, well, did you have five? Did the the psychic predict you'd have five kids, or did you have five kids because you believe the psychic was right? <laughs> you know, did you go well, like we have five kids? <laughs> you can't really control that. I mean, right. I guess you in a way like spinning eggs or something, but yeah, I don't know. This this episode uh, 
definitely all about Rebecca. I know you brought up in the beginning and like always as to yourself, of course. Well, we go back and uh, forth through her, right? Sure. Absolutely. Yeah. But basically she's, she's destined to believe this now, mm. but what yes. happens yes. next? You know, what, what happens what, next? Who, 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 you know, if, if Dr. Wagner gave her bad news that she can't have children, you know, uh, 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 the psychic never said you will give birth. She said you'll be a mother. You know, it's not necessarily the same thing. And you and I kind of spoke about a theory that's going on the internet that she could be a mother to to uh, Sassy's uh, uh, daughter because um, Rebecca and Sassy's daughter already have a good relationship. I think she might even be her godmother, if I remember correctly. So it could be through that way. It's just how will it present itself? Which would be again, this show is able to do things in ways we don't see coming. Um, and speaking of that, uh, let's talk about Nate. You know, what this show has been doing this season, you kind of mentioned it earlier, is yep. that even though we came into, the, you know, we kind of ended last season and came into this season as, fuck you, Nate, you're the villain, we hate you, and everything. But man, Tim, they're kind of giving, making me feel sympathy for Nate. You know, they, they, they do this great balance of, of having this level of charm for Nate, especially, you know, like with Anastasia, you know, like she's bored. He brings her to this place. It's a big deal for him. And she's like, eh, this is shitty. And you almost get see like his heart being broken with that, you know? And then she kind of like, I've got to check something on my friend. <laughs> she just runs into the car with all her friends and just leaves. And just like, and I think the audience is almost like, like Jade is almost the audience representative, right? Where Jade initially was like, Ugh, this guy. But then after a while, she kind of starts warming up to him. She feels sorry for him. You know, she feels bad for him and mm -hmm. kind of um, uh, uh, ends up having uh, dinner with him or at least sitting with him because uh, Anastasia left. Where do you think Jade and Nate, do you think that's going to happen? Uh, or just Nate in general? You know, this, the wonder kid, you know, he's, he's realizing that maybe he's not up for this like flashy big life you know anastasia wants to go to a flashy restaurant he's happy just to be where he is you know uh, where do you think nate's going now well as you predicted nate's gonna come back to the light side you know we're <laughs> gonna like nate i'm sure some people it's gonna take them a few more episodes but for me this is a great episode for nate yep i'm already liking him again Maybe it's because I'm a nice guy, probably. <laughs> but like, you know, I, I have empathy for him. I feel bad for him. He doesn't want to be with a girl like Anastasia. The yeah. fact that like the secretary still gives the number and he tries, but like that's not the girl for him. This the, isn't his life. This is a better fit. And we saw signs <laughs> throughout the episode there you go. that there was something going on with the hostess. She kept giving looks. I didn't know what yeah. was going on. Yeah. I'm sure G knew exactly what was going on you're, you're sitting there right next to your wife i'm sure she knew way more than me you know if we ask her opinion but he has a nice line about the baklava being divine and she yeah. has a little chuckle about it and we just sense like nate's sweet side again and mm -hmm. maybe he goes to rupert and tells him you know what i'm done with this i don't need this i don't want to be in this dark black office i don't need these fancy cars i don't want to go to fancy restaurants I can't date a six foot tall supermodel like Anastasia. That's not my thing. Let me go back to Richmond. Best case scenario. Get back with the diamond dogs. Get back on the light side. Help Richmond get top four. Probably not because Ted Lasso wouldn't be so cookie cutter mm -hmm. like that. Or maybe they at least like draw against West Ham. Mm -hmm. You know, they have a matchup again later in the season. I think Nate comes back to Richmond. I think. Yeah. Just like you were saying, 
now all of a sudden, this was the one episode, all of a sudden we're, we're liking Nate again. He's sweet. He's kind. This is a really important restaurant for him. This is all the best moments of his life. His family mm-hmm. gets together. They come here. You know, maybe the food looks like vomit. All right. But it tastes amazing. Mm-hmm. And she's just uptight and wants it for the Instagram, wants the flashy cars and the loud music and the fun party atmosphere. That's not neat. You know, that's not neat. Back in season one, this guy barely could speak to Ted. Mm-hmm. He didn't even want to look at his face. And now he's trying to be smug. You know, we didn't like him because he had that almost false confidence. And nobody likes that. We could yeah. sniff out bullshit all day, you know? I knew he was a good guy. Deep down, 2% of me, real deep, was rooting for him. <laughs> but this was the episode. I'm like, you know what? He's not my best friend, sure. But I want the best for him. Yeah. And, and again, it's just, he's, you, you see more and more when you look at Nate's journey in hindsight, that he's just someone that kind of was misled. You know, to, to, you know when you think this is what you want and you get it and you realize, actually, no, it's not what I wanted. You know, on the magazines, on the TV, being called the Wonder Kid, he thought, "Yeah, that's that's what that's that's success, that's happiness," and realizing that you had the happiness, success all along. Stop trying to please people. Stop trying to be someone that other people tell you to be. Someone, especially someone like Rupert. Rupert's pushing him to be this person. Don't apologize to Ted. Just do this and be like this. And realizing, and date this date this woman. You know, and realizing, no, like let me be who I am. And I have a prediction. I just thought of it just now. It could be wrong. What if this show, because we know this is possibly the final season, right? I think either, I don't think it'll be fired, but I think Ted will go back to the States. And I think Nate might become the new coach. I'm just saying, sure. you know, it could happen. You know, Nate could end mean, up being the coach. This whole season was tearing Ted away from this country. Mm-hmm. You know, Coach Beard's literally only there for him. Mm-hmm. I think. Him and you know, Coach Beard's like, no problem. I'll do anything for you, Ted. Mm-hmm. And Ted needs to be there with his family. Rebecca yeah. and him yeah. need to need like the same thing. They mm-hmm. need that family, that comfort, that support. They're alone. They're isolated, but they're good, genuine heart people. Mm-hmm. But you need somebody. And once you have that like power player next to you, you know that makes you exponentially better. And that's what we're mm-hmm. all searching for in life, right? Mm-hmm. For someone to like fully support them. And ride through life with them and cheer them on and humble them when they need to, too. And Nate needs more support and less of a bad father. You know, like Rupert now is that like bad, influential father. Mm-hmm. You know, he needs to maybe speak to his mom and dad a little bit more. Nate does. <laughs> uh, but, but Ted, Ted's a good guy. We want Ted to be closer to his son, Henry. And that's what it's all about. I like that prediction, man. Come back to the U.S., Ted. Love <laughs> um, they're going to find it interesting that I feel like, you know, by Ted's nature, he's going to be at least uh, interested in listening to, 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 to Nate's apology if one comes. But I don't know if the team is ready for that, right? Because I think the team is more hurt. Because Ted's a nice oh, guy. Yeah. He's a more forgiving guy, right? Ted's easily, in fact, too nice. Some might say, but I don't know if the team, that's going to be a tough hurdle. You know, the team already kind of, especially watching him rip the sign and all this kind of stuff. I think the team might, might have a bit of issues with that. But then again, you know, what's, what's Ted Lasso without drama? And I think that will add the drama itself, but we'll see where that goes. Yeah, um, did you notice 
that uh, 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 the Assi has gained traction. Ah, it has. <laughs> did, you, did you notice when he was like, yeah, we took an Assi? <laughs> yeah, that thing is so weird. Like, you know, I didn't force you to be a celebrity. It's like, bro, <laughs> you took her to Hamilton on the first date. What kind of relationship is this? And you're getting married after a couple of months? Like, come on. Right? No, you can still right. tell the... He kind of still has feelings for Rebecca. He's like, oh, yeah, we oh, come yeah. to this restaurant. Uh, that's not why I brought her here. He's like, uh, uh. I'm not stalking you. Are you sure? Because oh, uh, at first I was like, wait, are they trying to bring him back together with Rebecca? And I'm like, oh, no, I don't know. I think it's just for a joke. Yeah. I love when he, I love when he mentioned that. Oh, yeah, my date, she went to Oxford for a bit. Yeah. <laughs> she didn't get to Oxford. She was went for a bit. <laughs> She's smart. Uh, while the pastor like oh I liked it when uh, the speech earlier on was like uh, uh, um, no video games before bedtime unless it's Animal Crossing that shit's fucking soothing (laughs) I gotta tell you my wife my wife plays Animal Crossing she's got like 500 hours in that game it's it's insane Uh, (laughs) anything else before we get out oh when the commentator's like ah these guys are terrible my church league is better than them my church only has a few athletes yeah, <laughs> but I think this episode is one, a great episode uh, that's setting us up for because I think we're coming into the, the back we're in the back half of the season now and and it's setting us up for where we might be going you know where's Rebecca going what's her narrative with the psychic going is she going to be a mother you know what's happening with the team where will the team end up will they be in, still in the te- Premier League or will they be at least in the top half of, of the Premier League uh, what's happening with, with Jamie and Roy you know that training is that are we going to see a significant difference in Jamie's uh, 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 skill level and talent here as as as, as a um a player maybe jamie becomes team captain at some point i don't know he's you know he's becoming a leader they're almost like setting him up for this leadership role you know every time the team feels down or has negative feelings he's the one that's like come on guys we can do it you know so maybe are they setting him to be i could see him being team captain at some point getting that promotion to team captain is ted going to stay in the states or is he going to want to go back to his his, his son you know what's happening with with uh, Jack and 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 Keely? Is that going to be a relationship, or is that just a fun in the moment? I need to get these things out situation. You know, so many kind of building things. Shit, will uh, Shandy come back and see and just out of nowhere have a successful app? I could see that happening. Like suddenly, her app is just everywhere. <laughs> Maybe Rupert became her investor, and then like because I could see Rupert would invest in shit oh, like that. Oh, <laughs> Rupert. Okay. okay. You know, so like, where yeah. could it go? This dark fucker app just explodes it's right like, right okay, okay. <laughs> so you and know like people like, like it people like people, it you know i i mean there, there's 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 something for everybody right there's something for everybody oh. out, out there so like I, I could see these things coming back like what what wrenches are going to be thrown into the machine to kind of make messes up and again you know i don't think it was for nothing to throw higgins worried about having to fire ted yeah. You know, I don't think that's going away. I think that conversation is coming back again, at least as a conversation, even though Rebecca wants to ignore it. I think even as a conversation that might come back if they keep losing, you know, because what this show does a good job of it. It's a good job of giving us time, right? It's not like, oh, last week's episode, this week came straight after, you know, they've had a whole month of games in between. So they yep. could go through another couple of weeks of l- losing games. Maybe, uh, th- the season's going towards uh, relegation, and that's why they have to start talking about maybe we need a new coach. 
You know, these are the as much as as with sports, you know, you know this very well that as much as you can love someone's personality, if you're not delivering, you're not delivering. Winning cures all. Yep. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I liked when when uh, Ted comes back from the from the bathroom and he says to Coach, "Ah, oh, look, no pee drops on my khakis." <laughs> he's so yeah, happy. it's like 115 <laughs> days straight of no pee drops. Such an old man problem. Oh my god! But I've heard that constantly. I, I love that. I oh, love that, Dave. There's only seven more episodes. There's only seven more episodes, uh-huh. and this series is definitely gonna end. Yeah, the series oh, yeah. is definitely over. Oh yeah, definitely. I like when Barbara's like, "Don't check my drawers." Yeah. I mean it. It's like I want Jack's what's like, in there. We're definitely gonna check the drawers. Yeah, right. <laughs> like, I want to know what was in Don't there. Let me know. Yeah. <laughs> what's what's in her drawers, listeners? Find us on social media at the Nerdy Bunch. Let us know what do you think is in Barbara's drawers. We know that she likes connects collects snow globes, but that wasn't in the drawers. Those were outside of the drawers. Huh? So I'm curious, what does she like to hide? <laughs> I like her. I mean, Barbara, I wouldn't be super surprised because as much as she seems so tight, there's a side of her that I'm like, yeah. I know you, Barbara. I it's see you. Yeah. <laughs> I and see she you. asks, you know, when Kiwi's like, you want to come to the game? It's like, is it going to be as violent as last match? And she's like, no. probably not. It's like, nah, I'm good. <laughs> I don't need to come. <laughs> she wanted to get this. She, was, she loved the violence. And I loved it. <laughs> Thank you guys for listening. Thank you, Tim. Thank you, Dave. My name's English Dave, and this has been a Nerdy Bunch presentation of Ted Lasso Season 3, Episode 7. And I'm loving this show more and more and more. And as always, Tim. Keep it nerdy. Peace.